Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 229. I counted them. 229 Ooh. of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. And this is our review of Raw and Smackdown from this week. I'm Troy, as always, joined by Jay. Uran's got a sore throat today, so he sat at home with some honey and lemon. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. Probably, probably for the best, isn't it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> um... As usual, we will kick off with some tidbits. Obviously, Aaron's not here, but I've managed to gather a few. That also means it'll be nice and concise. So, we'll kick off with a few birthdays. Speaking of Aaron, uh, it's his favourite's birthday. On this day, in 1993, Will Ospreay was born. Also on this day, in 1965, Owen Hart was born. More Uh, important people. More important people, yeah, yeah. Um, A couple of live events, a couple of uh, shows on that day. Uh, WWE Live Raw in Liverpool at the Echo Arena, 2017. Um, Raw Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way. Jeff Hardy uh, retained against Cesaro and Sheamus the Bar, uh, the club, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, uh, and Big Cass and Enzo Amore. Uh, I didn't go to that one. I should have. You're not? No. It looked like it were right, actually. Uh, Neville retained the Cruiserweight Championship by submission by defeating Austin Aries. Um, Goldust and Heath Slater and R-Truth and Rhino defeated Bo Dallas, Kurt Hawkins, Curtis Axel and Titus O'Neil in an eight-man tag match. Uh, Bailey, Mickey James and Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss, Emma and Nia Jax in a six-woman tag match. Dean Ambrose retained the Intercontinental Championship by defeating The Miz. Finn Balor and Seth Rollins defeated the team of Bray Wyatt and Samoa Joe. What a team. Uh, And then in a street fight, Roman Reigns defeated Braun Strowman. And sticking... Say again? That does sound like a pretty good one. Sounds right, doesn't it? Um, Sticking with um, the 7th of May, uh, we go to 2000 and WCW presents Slamboree. Oh, Jesus. Uh, in the opening match, Chris Candido retained the WCW Cruiserweight Championship by defeating The Artist. Terry Funk retained the WCW Hardcore title by defeating Norman Smiley and Ralphus. Sean Stasiak defeated Kurt Hennig. <laughs> what? Ralphus. Ralphus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the blast. <laughs> Scott Steiner <clears throat> retained the WCW United States Championship uh, by defeating Captain Rection. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Mike Awesome drew in a no contest with Canyon. Lex Luger defeated Buff Bagwell. Shane Douglas defeated Ric Flair. Sting defeated Vampiro. Hulk Hogan defeated Billy Kidman with Eric Bischoff as special guest referee, because of course he was. And in the main event, in a ready-to-rumble steel cage handicap match, Jeff Jarrett became the new WCW World Heavyweight Champion by defeating David Arquette and Diamond Dallas Page. 
David Arquette David Arquette was tweeting who ran about that was he? Mm. best mates now aren't they? they are mates they should ask him to go on the pub podcast should do come on Aaron use your connections lad <laughs> on this day um, May the 8th a uh, couple of birthdays on the 8th of May 1990 Io Shirai was born also on this day in 1985 our favourite Tommaso Ciampa was born also on the 8th of May in 1981 Stephen Amell was born not technically a wrestler but He's been in and out he's, here and there. He's he's kind he's of got a, he's got a he's got a TV show about wrestling yeah. at the moment. Yeah. That counts. That, that counts. And also someone that Go on. No, I was just saying he had, he's had more than one match as well. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh and then finally in nineteen sixty nine, Akibono was born. Because <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> why because why not? Why not? He's done uh, a wrestle. <laughs> in 1996, WWF presented the Q8 Cup day one of a, I don't know how many days it was, I guess two days. Um, Savio Vega defeated Duke Drozzi. Steve Austin defeated Marty Giannetti. Ahmed Johnson defeated Aldo Montoya. Uh, the Bushwhackers defeated Bob Backlund and Isaac, uh, Isaac Yankum. Uh, Bret Hart defeated Leaf Cassidy. Owen Hart defeated Yoko Zuna by count out. Uh, because, of course, it was count out. It wasn't a submission, was it? Um, <laughs> the Undertaker defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I wonder what he went on to do. Uh, and to retain the WWF World Heavyweight title, Shawn Michaels defeated the British Bulldog. Ooh. I'll tell you who that was a longer trip for, Vader. <laughs> you what? Vader. But he got a he got arrested him because he battered the journalist because the journalist asked him if wrestling's fake. Fucking hell. Have you not seen that? Un- him and Undertaker on like a daytime talk show. And this journalist goes, So is wrestling fake? And Vader just starts slapping the shit out of him. <laughs> and Undertaker Undertaker's just sat there stone faced, just like he was watching Vader like trying to kill a fucking journalist (laughs) amazing Uh, and finally on this day uh, May the 8th in 2010 Ring of Honor presents Supercard of Honor 5 we get the Briscoes defeating uh, Kenny King and Rhett Titus Eric Stevens defeated Grizzly Redwood Sarah Del Rey defeated Amazing Kong Christopher Daniels defeated Eddie Edwards. Ooh. I bet that was fun. Ooh. Austin Aries. Defeated... Yeah, mum. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Aries defeated Delirious by disqualification. Kevin Steen defeated Colt Cabana in a 34th Street death match. Chris Hero and Claudio Castagnoli defeated by dis- uh, defeated um, by disqualification. Call them and... by the proper name. <laughs> The kings of wrestling. The kings of wrestling. Uh, they defeated Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin to retain the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. And in the main event, Tyler Black, a.k.a. Seth Rollins, retained his Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship by defeating Roderick Strong in a 27-minute match. Ooh, happy Ooh. one to go back and watch. Oh, yes. That, that sounds like a good show, actually. 
Indeed, yeah. That was um, when um, that was when Rollins had signed for WWE, and then won the uh, won the world title, and <laughs> was like going around saying he was going to take it to NXT. Oh, can you imagine? Ba- ba- basically rehashed like the uh, thing Punk did when he was like on the way out and he signed his contract on a he signed his WWE contract on the Ring of Honor world title. No way. <laughs> and got nuclear heat. Yeah, it's like the most heat I've ever seen Punk get for anything. Christ. That's a lot. Punk was good at was getting the old say, heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no, Phil, Phil was good at getting people fucking bits of boom. <laughs> ah, speaking of lots of booze, the things we should be booing, should we talk about Raw? Do we have to? <laughs> I mean, we kind of do. We, can, we can, we, can we just talk about old Ring of Honor instead? <laughs> It would be doing a disservice to our listeners if we didn't talk about how fucked off we were that Raw was so shit. That's Sorry, true. though. That's... We we can breeze through it. I've I've not gone into too much detail of my notes, but we can we can talk more about how shit it is rather than talk about the actual shit. Saying that, <laughs> saying that, this was a slight improvement on previous weeks. It is getting slightly yeah, but, better. I mean, that's that's like saying do you want to be set on fire or stab. <laughs> There's a slight improvement from getting stabbed being set on, uh, from getting set on fire being stabbed, isn't it? But ultimately, you're, you're still going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's still shit either way. <laughs> Before we crack on uh, with our recaps, reviews, and discussion around Raw and SmackDown, let us know what you thought on our social media outlets uh, on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, or even better, join our Discord server where we've got some really good, rich, deep conversations going on around all promotions around the world, whatever it is that you watch, and you can find us on there at Untitled Rest Pod. So, on with Raw. Uh, loads of replays and recaps from last week's Raw, um, showing the, the feud between Drew and Braun and Lashley. And then we see earlier in the day, MVP, uh, Potion Pierce, and Sonya Deville, having a chat about i guess the upcoming match uh drew and braun then come in um i didn't really care much for this it didn't need to happen uh yeah. then we go into the so actual sh- already yeah same same then we go into the actual show um stars and our open the show they cut a promo about winning at mania um they said the reason they've gone from mania is because they've been off celebrating they've been on vacation stars talks about uh, becoming grand slam uh, becoming a grand slam champion um in his first five years at the company the new day then come out call them out for basically not being fighting champions um and then we get the match uh wrestlemania rematch of stars and amass uh, versus the new day this happens uh, just after the first commercial break, um, just as Omas is tagging into the match. Um, he overpowers Woods, throws him into the corner so Kingston can tag in. He tried to kick Omas in the leg. Omas just shoves him down. Um, pretty reminiscent of their Mania match, to be fair. It wasn't really too different. Um, New Day tried double-team manoeuvre. Omas just hits a massive double clothesline. Styles then goes to high-five Amas and congratulate him on kind of doing well, but the referee sees it as a tag. Styles is like, no, no, it was just a high-five. He's like, get in, it was a tag. Um, Woods then almost pinned him with a roll-up off the, the confusion um, and uh, over the tag. Uh, after the break, we then see Styles trying to make a comeback, but the New Day managed to keep him grounded and away from his corner. Kofi hits a really good jumping knee at one point. Uh, Stars and eventually makes a tag back into Amas. Um, he evades a back body drop from Woods. Uh, sorry, Stars evades a back body drop from Woods uh, and rolls through, which allows him to make the tag into Amas. 
Um, Amasan just destroys the New Day with ease. Um, he makes a hell of a lot of noise, doesn't he? Just... He does. All the time. All the time. Uh, do you reckon he's gone to the Rampage Brown School of Wrestling? Because <laughs> Rampage does a lot of, like, guttural screams as he's it doing does. stuff, doesn't he? It really does, And yeah. so does Rampage than Ashton Smith. <laughs> yes, that's so true. Maybe, Very maybe true. Rampage has trained the Omos over Skype. <laughs> just vocal training, nothing else. <laughs> all you want to do is what you want to do, roar. just roar and shout as loud as you can. <laughs> you want to um, sound as much like a bear as possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, into the finish of the match again. Very reminiscent of the Mania match. Styles delivers the phenomenal forearm to Woods off the master's <laughs> shoulders and picks up the win. Um, it was all right. It's good to see Amas uh, and Styles back on TV, I guess. But I don't think we needed this rematch as soon as it happened, mm. really. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like they could have held this match off till uh, the pay-per-view. I don't know why they, yeah. they didn't just do a bit of build. They could have, they could have like played off the whole... AJ and Amos had been ducking the New Day thing and it wouldn't really hurt them too much. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's what it is. It's no surprise. It's it's WWE. It's Raw. Of course, they're going to give us a replay of that match within literally weeks of it happening previously rather than saving it for the next pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. Then we move on to um, a few backstage and ringside bits. Uh, Charlotte's in talking to Deville as Pierce walks in. Pierce is annoyed that she's kind of overstepping the mark and says, "You know, we we agreed to to talk to each other about these decisions and and um, anything that happens, sort of thing." So they kind of agree to disagree. Uh, we then get a video package of a returning Eva Marie. This has been a hot topic all week. Um, the the oh, line yeah. continued through this video seems to be, do I have your attention? My answer is no. Um, I'm <clears throat> kind of not really asked. And the reason well, I'm not asked is, is because A, it's Eva Marie. Now, don't get me wrong. She might have improved. She might surprise us. She might come back and she might be really, really fucking good. But also the women's division is a fucking shambles. So, I already don't care about the women's division. So, and Eva Marie, who, yeah. no disrespect to Eva Marie, can't really wrestle. No, no. And the thing is, it's, uh, I'm sure she's probably a really nice person, but the way she's presented her character, I don't like it. It's shit. Mm. And so, I'm yeah. not really sure I'm meant to it, care about her. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just kind of like, I mean, I mean, she's been she's been re-signed for a while. Like, need to get that one out of the, out of the way with straight away. Um, Has before, she? like people thought, yeah, she re-signed in September. Um, oh, okay. Because a lot every, of people were every, complaining, weren't they? A lot of people were like, "Oh, you've just released all these people." So, like, yeah, she she was signed before they were released. She she Quite re- a literally bit she was meant when they were teasing that mystery woman for Angel Garza it was meant to be her. Um, oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. And for whatever for whatever reason, they dropped that storyline. They've kept it off TV, and then they they mm. brought they brought it up now. That's it. Um, it's one of them, isn't she? She wasn't very good. No, I, I, as you say, I, I 
in full agreement. I hope she's improved, mm. and I hope that they do something good with her. If the if they're putting this like they're putting like all the kind of cards on the table with this, mm. they, they kind of need to do something really good with it to sort of silence the critics, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't have much hope in Brother Love doing that. No, but nor do I. We'll see. We will, indeed. It's probably um, going to be the Amelina gimmick, isn't it? Yeah. Or Carmella's gimmick. I feel like it's yeah. like a Carmella, like Carmella's rebranding, like a, a second iteration of that. I don't yeah. know. I just, I don't really care for it, but I'm... I'm open to to be surprised about it. Like it, it could completely change my opinion. She could come in and be fucking excellent and be really compelling. But yeah, first yeah. instance, I, I don't hold out much hope. Um, I mean, she's like one thing you can't take away from her is she is quite charismatic. Yeah, she's yeah, she's like a Bella who's not had as many sleeping pills. Um, <laughs> but yeah. That, that that bar's not very high anyway, is it? So No, exactly. Yeah. Um let us know what you think of, of Eve Marie's return. Um do you like it? Do you not? Let us know. Uh Discord untitled rest pod. I, I'm I'm trying my hardest to be positive about it, but I'm really not. I don't <laughs> I just don't care. Nah. I tell you it's... who does care. Corey fucking Graves. Christ, calm down, lad. They cut to the, the commentary desk. And he's he's there with on Carmella, isn't he? Is it? <laughs> oh, dear. Just wind it in, Corey. Come on. Uh, we didn't get MVP and Lashley interviewed. Something about luck. Something about a four-leaf clover salad. Something about a rabbit foot stew. I don't care. Uh, then we get a recap, of the, a recap of the New Day hitting Elias and Roy with tomatoes. They then sneak up on the New Day after their match while they're being seen to by the medic. Uh, they then throw tomatoes at the New Day, or at least you're led to think it's the New Day, until the camera pans around and it actually reveals that it's Randy Orton instead. Randy looks like he's about to get really fucking fired up and pissed off, and then Riddle scoots past. He's like, hey, Randy. <laughs> Randy just sort of calms down, picks the tomato off. <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. Um, and we'll get to their match later, but I am really enjoying their chemistry. And I think for a lot of people that didn't really like Riddle before, I think this might make it's, him a little more tolerable to those that didn't. It's given me kind of shades of um, Jericho and KO when they first fought, like formed their tag team. Yeah, where yeah. they like they didn't really like each other, but they were they were just there because yeah. they've got like a common enemy sort of thing. Common enemy, and they, they happen to work well together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was amusing. Um, we then get. Charlotte against Dana Brooke. Um, has Dana got new music? Um, I don't feel like I've seen her in a singles match. It, she could have been. I don't know. I don't pay much attention to it. But I wasn't I paying that much attention to it, to be honest. Okay. Let us know. If you, <laughs> if you know she's got new music or not, any of the listeners, I'll, give us a I'll shout. Be, let us know. I'll be perfectly honest with you, Troy. I wasn't paying enough attention to Raw this week to, <laughs> to notice whether she had new music. <laughs> um, into the match Charlotte taunted her right away says that she's done nothing since their allies from a few years back says that she's still a bitch uh, Brooke then just unloaded some forearm strikes in frustration um, delivered a head scissors and a drop kick 
Charlotte then took control uh, after bouncing off the ropes in a near fall. Brooke manages to hang her up on the ropes to regain control, puts her in a corner, hits a couple of hands, uh, handspring elbows, um, and then heads to the top turnbuckle, hits a sent on for two. Charlotte then fights her way back into the match. Uh, Dana goes for a third um, handspring elbow in the corner. Charlotte catches her midair of a chop block, immediately applies the figure eight and gets a submission victory. She then refuses to let go of the hold. Mandy Rose comes in, attacks her, throws her out of the ring. Um, just kind of shit, really. Sonya Deville then comes down after the match. Yeah. Claims that she has as much power as Adam Pearce. Uh, she then allows Charlotte to make a proposal. Charlotte says she wants a match for the Raw Women's title. Uh, Deville then grants her the request, books a triple threat for Backlash with Rhea Ripley and Asuka. Then Rhea comes out and fuck me, what did she cut her hair with? Because it looks terrible. It looks like a fly mower attacked her head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's, she usually Her hair usually looks pretty good. I don't know what happened with this. It's oh. Anyway, uh, she said that Charlotte doesn't deserve a shot. Asuka then joined, called Charlotte a, win, uh, a whiner, a whinger, whatever. They had a short scuffle and Asuka ends up being the last woman kind of stood looking powerful. I, I'll i be honest with you. I don't hate this kind of Charlotte and Sonya thing they've got going on. Um, it, I don't it, mind. It, it's all right. It's playing up to like the fans, like kind of having this, this like sort of, um, this sort of like predetermined like assumption of Charlotte that she politics her way to like title matches when she doesn't. It's WWE to push her into it. Yeah, but of course. Yeah, it, it it's kind of playing up that she's like management's favorite and mm. let's like kind of like that figurehead. It's I I quite I'm I'm intrigued by it. Let's say okay. I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a huge like. As as we know, I'm not a Charlotte fan at all. I can't. You've never mentioned. It. You've never mentioned that. But not once. I'm I'm intrigued, and I, I know I, I try to keep it quite like professional <laughs> for the podcast and all. But <laughs> I am very intrigued by this sort of pairing of Charlotte and Sonya. Yeah. Um. I I I wouldn't mind if um, like this led to Sonya being like Charlotte's manager or something. Or, yeah, it's not a bad. It, it's given Son- it's given Sonya something to do, and that's the important thing because Sonya's yeah. excellent. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Uh, after this, we then get Umberto Carrillo interviewed. Um, they show some recaps of the beatdowns from Sheamus the last couple of weeks. He says he's not afraid of Sheamus. Won't let him embarrass him. Uh, Sheamus had attacks him from behind. Also, who the fuck is Dale Gas? Because that's what he's got on his shirt. Who is Dale he's Gas? Like some NASCAR thing, I think. Oh, no relation to Pete Gas. No, no relation, no relation to a Mean Street Posse member, Pete Gas. That's a shame. That's a real shame. Um, Whose autobiography is called Counting the Lights, and that's a great name for a book. Oh, all right. Because he was a jobber. Because he was an, uh, yeah. Pulling the curtain back there for you, Troy. <laughs> um, Pierce, actually. So I said this earlier when. Pierce and, and Deville had this confrontation, and it was actually at this point when Pierce calls her out on her shit and says they should be making decisions together. It was early; they just had kind of a clash of heads. Um, so yeah, they they when, kind of agree. When they were having their little stare down, did you know it was something in the background? No. Oh, okay. Go on. Lily. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Like, 
it was I'm I'm assuming that they're gonna be putting like Alexa feuding with like Charlotte or Sonya. because uh, she said Lily had her eye on someone and yes. Lily was Lily was basically staring at Sonya. Oh, when okay. they were like a little stare I down. Don't know how I didn't notice that. I might not have just been paying it, as much of attention to this as I needed. It to. was one of those things where I only know I only noticed it when I watched it back, and then I was like, "Was that?" And then I saw on Twitter someone like had like brightened the image up because it was right. It was a little bit too dark to actually like be able to make it out properly. You could oh, just see okay. the outline. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. someone had like brightened up the image, and you could see her in the background. I see. Okay, it's clever. It's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Like, cause they did, they did it with a, <clears throat> they did it with like the Firefly Funhouse puppets, didn't they? With Bray, so it's cool that Alexa. Oh, got the they did. Yeah, thing with like in the background, in like random interviews and segments. Just yeah, they'd have like Rambling off. Rabbit just pop up in the background and Mercy yeah. the Witch. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That's yeah, pretty cool. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, we then get John Morrison against Damian Priest. Um, <clears throat> Miz comes down with Morrison, cuts a promo. I don't really care what he said. I wasn't paying much attention. Was there anything of any worth I, in there? No, I'm so bored of them. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, Priest break them all. Break them up. Have Miz, give Miz like the US title. Have him go on a fucking run with that. Yeah. Split them up in the draft. Do something. I Just- feel like they might be, though, as a result of the, that happening in this match. Of, of something that happened in this match. Yeah, they, they are, like they could are be kind of way. like alluding to it, aren't they? Yeah. Um, okay. To the match, though, Priest Priest immediately takes control um, with an atomic drop and a front leg sweep. Morrison tries to gain the upper hand. Priest countered uh, one of Morrison's finishers. I can't remember what it's called. He sort of puts the leg over the top of the head as they're crouched over and sort of attempts to flip round. He didn't manage to do it, but it's, it's one of his moves, one of his Oh, finishes. the overdrive. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Priest manages to counter that, uh, throws him out to the ring. Uh, back from a commercial break, um, Morrison is then starting to turn things around. Um, some ground and pound from Morrison gets him, uh, and a kick gets him a two count. Priest then hits a flapjack, follows up with a series of his own strikes. They then trade off a variety of kicks, um, which look pretty cool. Like They're both clearly like good strikers. Um, and like I said earlier, it was... Nice to see Morrison in a, or maybe I didn't say it, but it's nice to see Morrison in a singles match. Um, and yeah, seeing kind yeah. of this variety of offense that he's got, because you forget that he does have that uh, when he's kind of just putting shit every week and just clowning just about. Just around with the Miz. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is cool. Uh, but yeah, just a, a trade-off of kicks, as I say. Uh, Priest catches him with a right hand, goes for the broken arrow, but that gets blocked. He then hits a lariat, scores a near two fall. A few moments later, Morrison gets two count off a middle rope Spanish fly. Mizzen gets up in the apron, causes a distraction as Morrison is trying to roll up Priest. The referee then turns around and he only gets a one count off it. Uh, they even play that up in commentary, the fact that Miz potentially cost him a victory. And that's possibly where I can see this this split happening. Um, Priest then yeah, catches they, him. Go on. He did the thing, didn't he, as well, on the road after Mania, where... Um... Like Maurice was basically deliberately ignoring Morrison. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was getting a bit insecure about that. Mm. Um, and then into the, the finish of the match, Priest then catches him with the bell ringer, um, and then uh, nails him with hit the lights for the win. Um, this needs to be over ASAP. Uh, we've said this for quite a few weeks now. Yeah. But I'm really, really, really bored of it. We had 
about a Didn't month need of build to go past WrestleMania. Yeah, we had about a month of build into WrestleMania, and we've had over a month since WrestleMania. It's yeah. just yeah, it's way too dragged out. Um, if this yeah, is leading just... to to Mor- Miz and Morrison splitting up, then fine. But at least have him go against someone else that isn't Damian but, Priest. Yeah, but that that's all. That's all well, like well and good. Saying if this is leading to a Miz and Morrison split, that's fine. But then where does Priest go from there? That's what I mean. Like, like they can, just he's... this stuff of Miz and Morrison is fine as long as Priest isn't involved. It have Priest move on to something else now. Like he's beaten both yeah. of them convincingly several times, whether it's on one-on-ones or tag team matches. Priest should be chasing at least the US title. Maybe answer Sheamus's open challenge call. And yeah, Miz and Morrison just continue that. elsewhere. Wouldn't or be against that. Keith Lee comes out and answers the challenge and takes the US title like he should have done months ago. I I, I want full Keith Lee Sheamus feud because they were teasing it, weren't they? Yes, and they were. They- they were having some very good matches together. Yeah, slapping the tar um, out of each other. Yeah, that being said, Keith Lee and Damian Priest would be a fucking good feud as well. Yes, mate, definitely. I've yeah, Keith, yeah. I've Keith Lee come back as a heel and just murder um, Priest with a spirit bomb. Yeah. Oh, oh. Hopefully soon, Keith Lee in in any capacity back soon. He Please said, and thank you. He said he's working his ass off to get cleared, doesn't he? You think like it's he's concussion? Got- I don't know, but it could have been because Bobby Lashley like did like rag his head against the um, the ring post, mm. so he could have got a concussion. He got he he did pale but not. I hope it's not like another Samoa Joe situation where he's like out for uh, ages because he can't Samoa Joe was actually couldn't get cleared though, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Keith Lee's like got at the moment. Though, years, yeah. Well, it felt like a couple, it was it was over a year. It felt like about two years that we hadn't seen Joe in a ring. Must have been about eighteen months. It, it was not long after um what was the pay per view after the Royal Rumble? Uh Fastlane? Wouldn't Fastlane, wouldn't it? Or Fast Elimination Lane, Chamber. Or Elimination Chamber what, two thousand nine? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, because he was in the rumble that you were at. Oh he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then him they were they were teasing that we were gonna get like Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe and Alistair Black versus Rollins and the Authors of Pain, weren't they? Oh, fuck, yeah, And yeah. then Joe got concussed. One of the Authors of Pain got injured. They got released. Yeah. Um, we just got Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, which was awesome in itself. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what his injury is. Uh, mm. he, he's been very, keeping his cards very, very close. very hush-hush yeah. about it, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's... Um, He's just kind of said that he's working his ass off to kind of get cleared. So mm. whether it's that, whether it's something else, I mean, he's been he's been on um like the uh, watch-alongs on pay-per-views and takeover and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's he has been appearing on like media stuff, and he seemed perfectly fine. Mm. So you know, it's obviously something that runs a bit deeper, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, kids, all right. Because fingers crossed. Yeah, man. At least, at least, fucking put him on commentary if he's if he is fucked. Imagine he's, Keith, a, he's a good talker. Imagine him on commentary. I was gonna say, imagine Keith and Pat McAfee. Oh, mate, that'd be so good. <laughs> yes, mate. Pat fucking McAfee hell. just getting really hyped up, and Keith like, Mister McAfee, sir, please calm yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> calm yourself down. <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> 
So back to Raw, <laughs> and we see Mansoor and Post and Pierce backstage officially signing. Mansoor's had a haircut, hasn't he? He has had a haircut. Slick. Do, do, you, reckon, do you reckon that was Vince? Um, just going, yeah, yeah. Ali's got longer, you can't have longer hair too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't have two Asian guys with long hair on the same roster yeah. to get rid of it. That would have been, that would have been, that would have been the conversation. <laughs> uh, poor, poor Mustafa Ali, I miss him so much. Oh. So yeah, Mansoor's officially signed his contract uh, to be part of the Raw roster, which is really cool. Actually, we've seen him at Super Showdown and Crown Jewel, and he's a he's a good wrestler. Like, it's awesome. We've done a lot of stuff on Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, he was doing a bit. He was doing like bits on main events as well. Mm. Um, because leading into this show, he had a forty-nine match winning streak. He did. Although, we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I've, I've got a question on that. Um, okay. But yeah, speaking of Asian superstars and main event, there's also someone else that was on main event this week, wasn't there? Of Asian, there was. Of, of the Asian persuasion. There was. Top Shagger Jinder Mahal. Top um, Shagger Jinder Mahal. <laughs> um, Jinder Mahal, flanked by in the show. Yes. Who are now going by the name of Veer and Shanky? Fucking hell. Veer well, and Shanky. I think it's their surnames. Is it? Like the real surnames, yeah. Veer oh. and Shanky. I mean, I'll be honest, I preferred them as Rinku and Sarah. Rinku and Sa- yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, they they uh, made a debut. They debuted with Jin. There is like his new fashion. That's an upgrade yeah. from the Bollywood boys. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, they gave the Bollywood boys the Super Soldier Serum. Uh, <laughs> got in this shit. <laughs> oh, superb. Very good. Um, so yeah, Mansell signed his contract. Oh, I've just dropped my pen. Fuck it. Uh, Seamus then interrupts, tells him basically to accept, accept his open challenge, um, which I think he does. On the spot. We then get MVP and Kayla Braxton. Um, just more pish. I wasn't really interested in this. Hey, Kayla. And then we get Benjamin and Alexander against Lucha House Party. This came straight after the ad break. No announcement. The match have already started. I've written no notes on this because if they don't care, then I don't care. Honestly. Yeah. Well, like, I've got no reason to care about a, this. You've not announced it. As well. It was about three or four minutes, and that's yeah. a, a joke considering how fun, good these two are. Yeah, there was some fun spots in it for what it was, but it wasn't. It was one of those things, wasn't it? It was only there to serve the purpose of splitting up Shelton and Cedric, which is mental in itself. Like um, Cedric's promo was fucking awesome, really, really good, really passionate. It, but why split up another tag team? Your tag team division's tag already. Team. Thin as fucking ice. Well, he's just, he's just brought in the share up, so he's got to get rid of one. Ah, uh, it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. They about the, uh, the impending hoss fight of in the share versus the Viking Raiders, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, if, if it results in Cedric getting a bit of a singles push, I'm okay, but then... Last I'd rather see Shelton get the singles push, to be honest. Yeah. Shelton. Yeah, Shelton's awesome, and he doesn't get enough. Like, every time it feels like they're going to do something with him, they just kind of 
they just kind of like cool down on them, don't they? Um, yeah. Which is shit. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, he did the same thing with Cedric, didn't he? He was, he was in that feud with AJ and it looked like he was going to take yeah. the US title off him and then, for mm. whatever reason, he just cold on him. Yeah. And it just kind of, it just ended the push. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's see see where it goes. I'm I'm hoping we get. I'm I'm hoping we get a, um, a push for one or both of these guys, but I doubt it. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, basically, Alexander and Benjamin lost the match. Cedric then cuts a really good promo afterwards and just says, basically calls Benjamin dead weight. Said it was him that was kicked out of the hurt business and he stuck by him, but now doesn't need him and basically says he's been here for ages he's not accomplished anything he's holding him down doesn't want to be part of the tag team anymore and bins him off um we then have drew gulak challenging angel garza backstage to a match to which he accepts then we get shelton benjamin giving his rebuttal to cedric uh again another really good promo talks about the reason he's still there is because he survives um and that he'll continue to do that, basically. Um, but that was really cool. Really impassioned promo. Uh, then we... Gelton Field Day and count his losses and go back to suzuki Goon. <laughs> was that what he was in? He was in suzuki Goon for a bit, yeah. Ah. I had a, had a feud with Shinsuke in New Japan. Ooh. Better times, mate. Better times. Oh, better times. Definitely. Uh, we then get uh, Gaza against Gulak. This is a pretty quick match, to be honest. As soon as the bell rings, Gaza chucks his pants at Gulak, hits a huge drop kick. He then mounts him with strikes, hits a modified backbreaker. Uh, Gulak then puts him in a headlock. Gaza uses the ropes to escape. He then hits an absolute beast of a clothesline, um, knocks him down, puts him into the corner, hits his big running boot, and then hits him with the wing clipper for the very, very quick win. Um, he then proceeds to shove the rose up Gulak's ass. Fuck me. They, they said that in their backstage bit where he was like, I'll shove this up your bum. And Gulak looked bemused. And I thought, ah, <laughs> that was funny. And then he actually did it. Fucking hell. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise. He managed to get that rose up there with all the sack. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fat sacks Gulak. Or Sakura. <laughs> um, we then get uh, Riddle and the Raiders backstage. Um, he's like, "Oh, I think he says something about like American football, where he's like, oh, you got the Vikings and the Raiders.'" And he, and and Ivar's like, "No, no, it's 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 both. We're we're Vikings and we raid." And then he scoots off and finds Randy. And then Riddle's reaction really realizes that Randy disagrees with him about sharing the same goals is hilarious. He's like, yeah, we're, we're alike, aren't we, bro? We share the same goals. And and Randy's having absolutely none of it. And Riddle's face when, <laughs> when he reacts to that is pure gold. Uh, then we go to the match, um, RK Bro against, uh, I'm calling them that because there's going to be shirts of it. Yeah. And I'll probably buy one because it's amusing. Um yeah, RK Bro against Elias and Riker. Orton comes out furious at the bell, obviously. Um getting his 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 uh come back in for the tomatoes being chucked at him. Uh takes it to Elias. Elias manages to gain control in the corner um after getting a boot up. It allows Riker to then take control after he's tagged in. Um only briefly though, Orton hits a thumb to the eye. That allows him to tag in Riddle. Um Riddle then locks in a bro mission attempt. 
Uh, Riker breaks out of that, uh, hits him with a body slam. Riddle jumps right back on him, puts him in a bro mission, managed to get out of that. Uh, Elias then makes a tag in, hits a huge knee to Riddle uh, as Riker sort of hoisted him up. Elias then goes to work on Riddle with a series of punches, suplexes Riddle onto Riker's knee, which looked nasty for another near fall. Riker hits a slingshot suplex off the ropes for another two count. Uh, Riddle then hits a ripcord knee out of nowhere off the ropes, uh, makes the top tag into Orton. He then goes on the rampage, takes out both men, uh, hits a back body drop to Elias on the announce table, then a draping DDT, and then allows Riddle to tag in and hit a floating bro for the win. This is quite fun. Mm. Saw it to watch. Yeah, um, like both these teams are obviously relatively new teams together and both are kind of starting to come into their own a bit. Mm. I mean, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather Jackson Riker wasn't on TV, but if they're insisting on using them, at least he's got good <laughs> chemistry with his tag partner. Yes, there's that. There's that. Um, fun even, fact. Even if they are doing it in a full death. <laughs> of what? Sorry. Full death. Pushing the blades finisher. Full like death. That, that suplex over the knee. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> That's what it's called. Full death. The, the, the suplex over the knee. Pushing the blade. Butchering the blade, do it, but basically Butcher like just yeets them up in the air and the blade like gets up and like kind of backstabs them as they're coming down. Christ. That's and it looks cool. awesome. But yeah, but then like <laughs> Elias and Riker are just doing Yay! Fun. Yay, boof. <laughs> Compared to full death, which is like the most metal move ever. <laughs> Love it. Um, fun fact, I don't know how much truth there is in this, but apparently this was Randy Orton's. 420th match. 420. No, this, no this way. Shit, this shit writes itself. Absolutely yeah. wasn't. Absolutely wasn't. Randy Orton's 420th match. He's had well more than that. That's what I thought. <laughs> no but, fucking way. <laughs> right Look it up. Google it, mate. Look it up. I'll carry on. <laughs> Caleb Braxton interviews Drew, asks him who he thinks will win between Bobby and Braun. Um, he also talks about Mason T-Bar getting involved in his match the other week. Uh, we then get Mansoor versus Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus uses his power to take control early. Mansoor uses his speed to counter him, gets a couple of roll-up attempts. He then follows up with a few drop kicks. Sheamus then clubs him off the top rope to send him to the outside. Um, drags him back up, drapes him over the ropes, hits the beats of the Baldron, clubs him back to the outside before Gorilla pressing him on top into the barricade. Mansoor then starts to fight back, evades a back body drop, hits a drop kick and a tornado DDT for another two count. Uh, he then goes to the top. Seamus swipes the leg away and um, brings him down quite hard. Looked like a nasty bump. And then into the finish of the match, um, he drops Mansoor with an Irish curse backbreaker, sets him up in the corner, goes to the opposite one, lines up for the bro kick, and then from out of nowhere gets hit with a drop kick by Umberto Carrillo. That causes the disqualification. Um, Carrillo be- beats on Seamus for a bit, but he ends up getting the upper hand. Bro kicks both of them for their troubles. Triple threat anyone? I think that would be quite fun. Also, you were saying earlier about Mansoor's uh, winning streak. Because this is a DQ... It still does counts. It, does it count? It still counts. She- Seamus was like literally tweeting about it, going, I've oh. ruined your winning streak. Welcome oh. to the Raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in, in relation to Randy Orton matches, yeah, he's had a lot more than a... 420 matches. That's what I thought. I wanted yeah. to believe it, but I knew it couldn't be true. He, he's not even had 4,200 matches. He's had 2,330 matches. 
<laughs> Maybe it was his 420th match. Um, on Raw? On Raw, maybe? That seems more feasible. Let's find out. <laughs> find out. I'll carry on. Uh, we then get Alexis Playground, um, which you alluded to earlier when um, she says that uh, the doll has her eye on someone um, and she doesn't mind getting her hands dirty and her favourite colour's red, blah de blah de blah. Uh, I'm starting to get a little tired of these. I just want to see Alexa in the ring, really, and wrestling. I, I get it. The doll, makes you, the doll makes you do bad things. You've got a spooky doll. Great. Just get in the ring and wrestle because you're better than this. Uh, I'm, I'm also annoyed that we haven't seen Bray at all since the Royal yeah. Mania. He's not like, dead. What's going on with that? <laughs> it's not like before where he was burnt alive and you'd go, okay, fine. He's probably not going to come back. He's not dead. He's on his feet at the end of the match. What's going on? Nonsense. Speaking of nonsense, we then get Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Lana and Naomi for the 4,172nd time. I've written no notes on this. I don't care. Make me care. I didn't even watch the match. I Make skipped through care. it. Make me care. Make oh, me under care, under care, make me care and, and make me understand. Cause at the moment I don't understand and I don't care. I skipped through this entire match. Did I miss anything? Same shit, different day. Um, right. It was more, it was more after where they teased um, Naomi turn and heel. Oh. In like the promo backstage after. Oh. That, that, that was pretty much there to just tease Naomi turn heel on Lana because you know Lana's poor Lana <laughs> oh, oh Lana pure Lana <laughs> uh, then into the main event Big Bobby Lashley WWE champion against Big Braun Strowman uh, Bobby didn't get his full intro come on maybe they're only doing it for pay-per-views but I'm certain he's come out on Raw with it once or twice he did it last week on Raw it must have been short for time. When he, I don't know. When he was coming out for just just a fucking commentate. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, into the match. Both men try and gain a power advantage from the off. Neither of them managing to get it. Braun then blocks a shoulder charge attempt from Lashley, who looks shook, but gets up. Immediately follows up with a neck breaker. Didn't even get a one count off that. Braun then attempts to hit a power slam. Lashley manages to escape. Lashley's then sent to the outside a couple of times, but it gets back into the ring. Uh, Lashley manages to create a separation, getting the boot up in the corner, hits a clothesline for another pin attempt. McIntyre then comes down to watch from ringside because reasons. Uh, the distraction then allowed Lashley to take, um, take him down off the apron. He offered McIntyre a fist bump. McIntyre refused, and we go into the commercial break. Uh, when we get back, Lashley's still in control of the match. Uh, hits a flat line and gets a two count off that. Um, a few moments later, Lashley continues to beat down. Strowman drops him with an electric chair after Bobby tries to mount him on the second rope with some punches. This allows him to recover. Um, and then he charges Lashley at ringside, but Bobby sidesteps and sends Braun into McIntyre. Then a bit of a melee ensues. McIntyre jumps up onto the apron, causes a distraction um, as they're arguing, which allows Lashley to hit a spear. And pick up the win. McIntyre then gets in the ring, finishes both of them off with a claymore. So, I've got a couple of issues with this. I have as well. <laughs> First off, if you're doing a pay-per-view match with two of the guys in this match in it, and you've done you've done multiple iterations, you're doing multiple iterations basically of singles matches with the with two of the guys from the triple threat. Then why are you having people win and losing? Yeah. Because it doesn't 
it doesn't give me any reason to want to see a triple threat with these guys because I know Lashley can beat Drew because he did at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I know Lashley can beat Braun because he did there. Yep. I know Braun, Braun and Drew can beat each other because they've done it for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Why, why give us all these matches and just go, oh, yeah, well, they've got all these wins over each other. It's like, what's the point? Like, What's the point? Because by the time I get to the match, I'm going to be sick of seeing them wrestle each other. Yeah, exactly. Which I already am. I already am. I'm already sick of seeing Bra- um, Braun because he's shit. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm a bit already... bored of Drew. I'm not bored of Drew. I just want to see him do something different. Like, mm. I like Drew. I like Drew a lot. I love Lashley. Yeah. I just don't want to see them wrestle each other because we've had it now for the last two months. Yeah. Like, obviously, Drew and- was going to was going to go for the title again post-WrestleMania. Like, there was always going to be one more rematch, but... Yeah, but the thing the thing with that is, it will make more sense to me to have Drew do what they're doing with Sasha Banks and Bianca, mm. which is great, where... Keep them away from each other for as long as you can. Keep them away from, from each other, and then when you get to, like, SummerSlam, yeah. then go, okay, time to wrestle each other again. Yeah. Like they did that with Drew and Lashley, where they had the feud last year. Um, was it Extreme Rules? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It no, was. No, no. Um, was it Backlash? It was in Backlash, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they literally didn't touch again until WrestleMania. Yeah. And that—that's the way to do it. That mm-hmm. like, because by the time we got back to Drew and Lashley feuding again, it felt fresh. I would see them wrestle yeah. again. Yeah, it felt yeah. fresh. Yeah. Um, Whereas now we're at the point where, because we're getting different variations of this fucking triple threat, mm-hmm. every I, why why would I want to see them wrestle on a pay per view in two weeks' time when I've the, seen it for the last two months? Yeah, yeah. Literally, there's no reason why I would just. And lastly, lastly, he's like got the good thing where it, with well, sorry, had the good thing I should say where with the hair business. When he had Shelton and Cedric, he could have just sent them as like his heavies. Yeah. As like cannon fathers to Drew. And then as soon as he kicked them out the hair business, it was like, well, what the fuck's the point of this? Because mm. now he's not got heavies. He's not got Mason T-Bar, any. Yeah. Uh, like, he's not got Mason T-Bar because they got involved like separately. Mm. Uh, and they weren't even on Raw this week, were they? Nope. So, we won't see them for a bit. They're two weeks in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's bored of them now. I mean... Yeah, it's baffling the whole thing, isn't it? it like, is. especially when you like have the juxtaposition of SmackDown and Raw, where SmackDown's consistently putting out a good show. Mm-hmm. Like, it does put out a shit one every now and again. Yeah, but even its shit ones are still better than Raw. Yeah, exactly. Like, even the shit ones, it's like, all right, all right that wasn't great, but Raw was fucking ten times worse. Yeah, I'd still watch two hours of a bad SmackDown than. Yeah, any episode of Raw. So if you think about it, two hours of bad, bad SmackDown. At least you've got Pat McAfee trying to make you care. <laughs> yeah. Whereas you've got you've got the fucking three robots on commentary here. Mm. You've got Graves who's fucking dripping like a fucked fridge every time a woman comes in, <laughs> into sight. You've got you've got Adnan who's like a fucking rabbit in the headlights, bless him. And then you've got Byron who's not improved at all in like his. How many years on commentary? It's like a decade, isn't it? Fuck it out. So at least 
at least a bad episode of SmackDown, you've got someone as passionate as Pat McAfee. And yeah. him and Mike Paul actually seem to like have like really good, good chemistry, chemistry together yeah, as well. They do, they really do. Um as opposed to Michael Cole and Corey Graves, where they were just trying to make each other laugh. <laughs> which, give a shit about. which on occasions was funny, but it, it was what you mean. But at the same time, it it was really hurting the product because yeah. just detracts away from anything else that's going if on. If the comments it's like you've just said, if if they don't give a shit about this, why should I? Yeah. Same thing. Like the com- none of the commentators sound like impassioned at all on Raw. No. That that's as much of a detractor as the fact that the storylines are shit, that the mm. wrestling ideal. Mm. Uh, I'd have kept Tom again, Phillips on there. I, th- I still think Tom Phillips is Tom Phillips is brilliant. Dick Joseph was awesome on yeah. Raw. I don't know why they took him off. Yeah, I'm glad he's on NXT. Mm. Tom, all Tom Phillips is doing at the moment is 205 Live as well, which yeah, I mean, 205 Live is meant to be awesome. I'm going to actually watch it after this because there's a couple of uh, debuts. Oh, okay. Guys, these, um, Alex Zane and some Japanese fella that I can't remember the name of. Um, but the Japanese guy sounds awesome. He wrestled with his fucking leather jacket on the whole match. <laughs> Amazing. So <laughs> that sounds awesome in itself. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's just I don't I don't get it at all. Like no, it, it's it, it's just so shit. <laughs> it is. I mean, so, oh, it, it feels like it was still a difficult watch. It still wasn't great, but it. <sighs> does here and there feel like it's starting to turn a bit of a corner like Mansoor on there that was cool like the, yeah. Eva Marie so, okay yeah like we're not sold on it but it's like fresh and new so highs and lows should we just like address this then because my high was that they were actually showcasing new talents yeah that's mine yeah. which like I was glad to see Garza there I was glad to see Gulak there I was glad to see Mansoor yeah. there yeah Carrillo getting a bit more of a showcase, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's nice that they're trying to showcase new talent. Yeah, that's yeah, I agree. That's my high as well. Uh, uh, my low. I'm gonna every week now by default anything that involves the women's <laughs> division is my low, but I'm not I'm not choosing it as my low. But I just want people to be safe in the knowledge that it will always be a low point. The women's tag division is an absolute tire fire. I mean, the singles division isn't too much of an improvement, but I know you said your Smackdowns is good. Uh, who who's in the SmackDown title women's title picture apart from Bel Air and Sasha? Sorry, Bel Air and Bailey. Um, Sasha when she comes back. Uh, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan should be, but they're not. That's what I mean. They're not. They, at the moment, I mean, you look the, at you look at um, after the cuts as well. Like, it, it, they need to call up a few women from NXT, I think. Yeah. But yeah. then it's like, oh god, please don't, please don't ruin. But I'll ruin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please don't ruin Dakota Kai. She's great. Yeah. Please. Please don't. Please, <laughs> please, please don't ruin Eo. Eo Shirai. Yeah. Please oh. can't can't stand that. Um, yeah, what was your low? What was um, your low? my love was just more repetition. It, yeah, I, more of the why, same. Why would I want to 
why, why would I want to tune into a show when literally they're doing the same fucking matches every week? Yeah. Or variations of variations the same matches of, every week. Yeah. There's no, there's an absolute lack of creativity in that. And mm-hmm. it, it it's mad because it, what's maddening about it is that like, it's still, not that I'm not asked about ratings, but it's still doing better numbers than stuff like NXT. Mm. And how? <laughs> and the only thing that WWE are putting out that's beating it is SmackDown. Mm. AW starting to creep up closer and closer to Raw every year. Mm-hmm. Every week. Like they, they broke a million again with blood and guts. So yeah. Raw's Raw's like rating this week, I think, was un- it was under two million. So it's getting it's getting, getting, getting closer, closer, isn't it? closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I'm Vince, I, I mean, Vince is probably just counting his money, to be fair, because of the Peacock <laughs> deal, the Fox deal, and then mm. SmackDown's about to get shopped out somewhere else because is it? the Fox... Well, the Fox deal is only three years, and it's coming up to the end of the, te- the second year, isn't it? In uh, October. Oh, okay. So it's either going to get renewed or... They'll go elsewhere. They're going to shop it out elsewhere and probably get another $2 billion for it. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's insane. Like, ho- hopefully, Jason Jordan as well getting this like kind of promotion is like the lead mm. producer. Mm. It's gonna kind of improve it. But I think as as long as Vince has got his fucking his inner circle there of like Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis and all the other yes men, mm. Punk's pipe bombs coming through in it. <laughs> it's it's bizarre as well. Everything Punk said on the pipe bomb is coming through. Yep. <laughs> but yeah should, should we get into uh, some better wrestling and talk about Smackdown let's let's the do that throwback Smackdown so the show opens and it's like a proper like 80s like WWF so good show. oh I love um, this <laughs> and also straight off the bat the commentators are stood at ringside like the old school show yes and in the jackets clean shaven and dressed like Vince from like <laughs> the fucking late 80s early 90s Michael Cole's dressed like his character from SmackDown 2 with yeah. like the the double denim. Um <laughs> even grown up his ghosty for, for the occasion. <laughs> um it was awesome. <laughs> and then for some reason the first thing they shown was they just they shown a recap of the first main event of SmackDown as if it was like a recap from last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of Rock first. <laughs> um uh, it's just so good. Um, awesome. We then, after this, uh, Roman, Jay, and Paul come out. Um, Roman asks Heyman to eulogize the career of Brian. Um, and Heyman says he's going to do that in a 10 bell salute. He <sighs> then he says, I don't need you to ring the bell. I'll do it myself and does 10 things. <laughs> Honestly, I watched this in the gym while I was on the treadmill and I was pissing myself. There was people Ro- either side of me and they were like, What are you laughing at? I almost fell off the treadmill laughing. Did you see Roman laughing as well? He laughed at the start, yeah. He was like, like, smirk. (laughs) And um, then Roman cuts an absolute fire promo, as he always does. Fire, yeah. Um, He says he does everything he... uh, He did everything he said he'd do, and everyone should acknowledge him. And he he gives everybody what they want, gives Fox what they want, gives SmackDown what they want, he gives the universe what they want. So he even gave Brian what he wanted because he didn't want to be there because he wouldn't acknowledge him. <laughs> um, Roman then says he's re- he's found a suitable replacement for Daniel Bryan. 
and it brings back Jimmy Uso. Yeah, I lost. I lost my shit for Jimmy. I, I was like, yes, so happy. So he looked happy. great as well. Does look really awesome. good. Yeah, but like he there lost a lot of weight. Mm. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, as soon as soon as Jimmy gets in the ring, Cesaro's music hits. And he says, "You can't." No disrespect to Jimmy, you can't replace Daniel Bryan, um, and you never can. And then Seth Rollins attacks him. Um, Cesaro and Rollins brawl around ringside. The refs come and split it up. The refs wearing the old school blue smack classic top. blue smack down top. Yeah, we also got a, a, a CGI, really bad CGI SmackDown fist. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people are pissing and moaning about that, and. Like I get it, it's disappointing, but you were never promised the fist, were you? Like no, they didn't say, "Yeah, we're going to bring this back." Like this throwback SmackDown almost came out of nowhere. Anyway, I mean, you say that, but when they do, excuse me, when they do throwback Raws, they get the old like Raw set with the big Raw letters. They get they dust them off yeah, and bring that's Raw true. letters out. That's true. It wouldn't have been. It, it probably cost. It probably cost them more money. To hire a team to do a, C- a shitty CGI SmackDown fist, and then to just go in the back and get it, go get the SmackDown fist and set it up for a night. <laughs> Come on, guys, pretty game. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Cesaro and Aaron floor ringside, come split them up, um, and then second return of the night, Teddy Long comes out. Yes, Teddy Long. I again, I <laughs> love shit. I hope, I hope you know who paid him this time because he couldn't find out if talking Chopper Mania. Um, <laughs> he sent him on a wild goose chase, the poor sod. Um, he, he says uh, Adam Pearce has gave him, gave him the GM role for the night and if Cesaro beats Rollins, that he gets a match against Roman and Seth like throws a fit on. Wait, what about me if I win? <laughs> and then as Cesaro's getting in the ring, Roman like kind of knocks him off the apron and then Seth throws Cesaro's shoulder first into the steps and just beats him down. Hmm. Um we then, uh, after the break, um, and before the match starts, we get an Ico Pro advert. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I, I love this. I was like, in, this is excellent. Um, yeah. And then uh, we get Rollins uh, Cesaro opener, which again, much like uh, two weeks ago when we got that tag match where mm. they just give it shit on a time. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a 20-minute match. Um Jay and Jimmy have stayed at ringside and uh, Rollins kind of like uneasy about it. He controls Cesaro early on. Um, Cesaro go, Cesaro goes for the UFO, but he can't get Rollins up because his shoulder's bothering him and then Rollins kicks his knee out. Um, Cesaro hits a really nice looking deadlift suplex and then a flurry of uppercuts followed by a, a discus clothesline. I love that he's put that in his in his game. Yes. Love that little tribute yeah, to Bro. Yeah, yeah, Fucking awesome. Awesome, awesome, um, awesome, awesome. Obviously, Brody was one of uh, Cesaro's biggest um, biggest rivals on the Indies, so that's like mm. a really nice touch as well. Yeah. Um, Cesaro goes for a swing. Rollins tries to reverse it to a roll-up, and Cesaro sits out. Um, Rollins reverses the neutralizer, and Cesaro rolls him up again. Uh, he goes up top. Jey Uso distracts him, and then Rollins hits a superplex Falcon Arrow. Um, Cesaro, I, th- I don't know how the fuck he did this, but it was mental, like, so Seth goes for like a like a pinning attempt, mm. and Cesaro kind of like grapevines the leg and turns it into a sharpshooter. But like, yeah, rolled, I didn't get that. He rolled forward and like yeah. rolled in, like it was dead fluid as well. Because they, they even said it on commentary, it was like 
how is he going to manage to turn that into a shot? Like, how is he going to turn that into it? And he did it. Look, really, it was like I say, it's really fluid. It's impressive. Yeah. I, I can't get my head around how he's managed to do it, but I think he's a witch. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Rollins fight uh, fights out a bit, uh, hits that like inverted rebound ends a gear. He think he started doing at Mania, um, yeah. and then uh, he hits a buckle bomb on Cesaro, and Cesaro rebounds out the clothesline. Um, Usos try and get involved, and Rollins kind of like gets off the apron, like shoves Jay down and says he's not Roman, so get out of his business. I like that. Jim, yeah. As Cesaro goes to try and like bring Rollins back in, for some reason, Charles uh, Charles Robinson kind of like backs it Cesaro. Him back, doesn't he? He's like, no, no, I didn't leave him. Yeah. Um, and then Jimmy super kicks Rollins. Cesaro dives on Jimmy, brings Rollins in, hits the neutralizer and wins. Uh, really fun match. Yeah. Um, pretty much similar, similar sort of match to what they had at Mania. Uh, but yeah. obviously with the added threat of the Usos at ringside. Which I liked. Um, they're just surround, like swarming the ring like fucking like two sharks. You could just it, watch, like skulking them out the whole time. It's pretty it cool. They were very menacing. It reminded me yeah. of like when he first turned heel on SmackDown. Yeah. And he like ditched the sort of bright coloured gear and he just come out wearing like jeans and t-shirts and just looked like like you show penitentiary stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Rollins then, uh, back from the break, Rollins is talking to Roman. Uh, Roman says Rollins, um, Rollins got screwed over by Jimmy, but Rollins losing screwed him over, so he's got to clean up his mess. And then he says uh, he'll he'll handle his family. So it's kind of teasing that, like teasing a Rollins face then a bit, or maybe like think, a heel base heel thing. I just think it's teasing, yeah, Rollins against Reigns at some point. Which would be like this iteration of both um, of them actually would be awesome, especially Reigns. Yeah, maybe, maybe even like a triple threat with Cesaro in there as well. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I thought was really cool when I was watching that little segment, that interaction between Rollins and Reigns? Um, and if you'd have looked at it, you'd have watched WWE even two years ago. And those two were on, on screen at once. You go, who's the biggest star at the moment? Who's the most over at the moment? It's Seth Rollins. You look at it now, and Roman like just commanded that scene. Like Roman yeah. was in charge of that that whole segment there. And it's just been really, really interesting to see that character development and how someone that he tagged with and was in a faction with for years and years and years um, and was always for me kind of seen as the second rate in that, like Seth was always the, the one up there. Although mm. obviously Roman was the one that they kind of want to push. They want to, you know, put the company on his back, this, that, and the other in fans eyes, people would always see Seth as the, the one, the one above, it, but now it's, it's a role reversal for me. And it was really cool to see him sort of command that, that little segment. Yeah. It's absolutely insane that the shield have literally gone to being like three of the biggest stars in wrestling. Yeah. Like yeah. wherever they are, because obviously mm. Monks is an AW, but yeah. it's crazy to see. Um yeah, I, I I thought that it felt like a it felt like a big deal, but I didn't think it felt like a huge like a huge deal. But they've deliberately kept Rollins and Reigns separate. Yeah. In For the as last long couple as they weeks. Can. Yeah. And obviously because their storylines are kind of crossing over a bit. Mm. Um, they've deliberately kept them apart and then it's clever. 
as soon as they put Rollins and Reigns on the screen, I was like, okay, that's interesting. And yeah. I looked on, I looked on Twitter, like as I was watching the show, and like everyone was like losing their shit, like, oh my god, we're getting Rollins and Reigns. <laughs> All right, I mean, <laughs> we've had them before. <laughs> but that's what I mean. You, you didn't give a shit about yeah. it. Yeah, but and and that's what I mean. We've had it before. No one really cared as much. But people care it's, about this version of Reigns, which is why people want it more, I think. Yeah. Because Reigns is unstoppable at this point. It's very compelling, anyone they put against Reigns. That, like, and they've, they've kind of... They've, they've added a lot of sort of moving parts in this, like, in the title picture where you've got Cesaro as, like, the current threat, but then mm. on, the, on the horizon, you've got Seth and Jimmy Uso as well. Um, yeah, yeah. That they could... They could feasibly do stuff with so it, it's very it's very compelling like as mm. i say fucking awesome yeah the very um then got a little vignette um they, they were showing these throughout the night i'll just kind of cover them all now just to get them out the way with so don't have to so like obviously they did the rock and triple h one from up the top mm. of the show uh, we got the booker t austin um oh mate supermarket fight i which, forgot you know, how fun that was so good <laughs> yeah um a little bit later on in the match, in the match in the night, we get a uh, Brock and a uh, Big Show ring break. And oh yeah, edging, uh, edging racist hot dog, uh, Hulk Hogan winning the tag title. I forgot. Uh, and how... Cena's debut. Yeah, Cena's debut. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot how cool that Edge and Hogan bit was. Now, say what you want about Hogan. Um, I'm not the biggest fan. I know you're not. I know many aren't either. Rightly so. But just that moment for what it was then. And it could have been anyone. It could have been, I don't know, Austin, Rock, anyone, or even before, like anyone iconic sort of thing. But I just forgot how nice that moment was. Like, imagine being someone like Edge, idolizing someone like that. Eventually, not even man, not even just wrestling with them, but then winning about with them kind of like in front of a crowd and stuff. And, watched, and, and watching that was just like, that's quite a nice moment. And then I was brought back down to earth and I was like, oh, yes, but it's racist hot dog Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah 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 um but it, it, yeah it's it was it was cool i like i like when they do like these throwback shows and they do stuff like that where yeah. it's it doesn't draw too much attention away from what's actually going on on the show mm. it just kind of it, it it just kind of like goes oh yeah this this is kind of like a bit of a legacy thing like yeah do you remember when it was really fun to watch wrestling yeah <laughs> do you remember, do you remember um, when we used to put out bangers every week <laughs> man, man, SmackDown six here was fucking awesome, wasn't it? Oh yes. Um, so then we got um, Teddy Long in his office, and he he tells Sonya like why he's standing in for Pierce tonight. Um, Sammy comes in and he's like, "This is amazing. You're not like you're not a corporate stooge. You're you're actually a star. <laughs> you can." And he, he talk, talks about a documentary. He tries to tries to weasel his way into an Intercontinental Title match. And Teddy says he's gonna go one on one with the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sammy's like, "Wait, Teddy, Undertaker's retired. You can't do that." <laughs> and he went, and he went "That's fine. You'll be in a tag team match with Apollo." <laughs> and Sammy's, but I want a match against Apollo. <laughs> and then he says, uh, "He says, well, who are my opponents?" He goes, "Biggie, Kevin Owens, the Street Profits, and Shinsuke Nakamura." And Sammy's like, "Wait, that's five on two. So then Sonya adds him. Um, the Alpha, the Alpha <laughs> <laughs> and Teddy adds King Booker. 
it was King Booker. I, I mean, King Corbin. <laughs> it was just awesome. Like all the Teddy so Long good. stuff. So Every good. time Teddy Long comes back and they do shit like this, <laughs> it just, it's so entertaining. And the best part of it is like that kind of era of SmackDown. It was more of like an afterthought. So it wasn't, it wasn't like yeah. when it was at best. No. So it, it's, it, it's managing to get you feeling nostalgic about a really shit period of, t- of time for SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then afterwards, he, he says everyone needs to dance, and Sammy's like, Sammy's like, no, no, stop. And then he's, <laughs> he starts the- dancing, and Deville starts dancing. He's like, no, no, as he's shaking his hands yeah, and sort of basically into doing it. the dance against his will. It's it was so good. <laughs> um, I, I I hope they bring Teddy Long back properly and just have Sammy and Teddy like dancing. Yeah. All day. It's like it's like the Cameron Grimes million dollar man stuff. It's just endlessly entertaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I happily see this more. I, I hope they do go back SmackDown every week. Um, <laughs> with anger, um, but like <laughs> we go from that to really serious stuff of like Roman um, admonishing Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy stands up to Roman and says he's nobody's bitch, unlike his brother. Ooh, and like, I love God, this. Um, and then Roman kind of looks at Jay and goes, go after him. Um, yeah, just real, real exciting. Uh, we then get very, Ruby. Very. Yeah, we then get Ruby Wright versus Carmella. Uh, this was there. Great. Um, yeah, <laughs> back, back and forth stuff. Um, Mella was just like doing like body shots on uh, Ruby and then that like kind of like getting in Liv's face after doing it and then Ruby had taken control um, she had like a really cool like arm trap SDO on Carmella and Pat was like losing his shit going oh she hit the rock bottom <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he's like it's it's throwback it's a flashback hit <laughs> a rock bottom <laughs> yeah um, and then the, fin- the finish so Carmella pulled Ruby off the top rope uh, ro- rolled her up and put her feet on the ropes and Liv kind of like gets the referee's attention to break it up mm-hmm. Um and then um, they traded roll-ups um, and Carmella, it, from like a roll-up attempt by Ruby, Carmella like transitioned it into the Code of Silence. Really cool. It was cool. Really cool finish to uh, win. Not, not a very long match. It was a shame, but it was what it was. Um, why Why is Carmella winning? Why Why isn't Ruby Riot or Liv Morgan? Carmella... Carmella was on that list of uh, stars that people wanted that uh, WWE asked who, who who deserves a push. Wow. Um, Carmella was one of the ones the writers really went to like went to bat for. It was like Cesaro, Carmella, um, the Alpha Academy, and there was someone else as well that's like been quite prominent. Naomi. Wasn't Naomi? Can't remember. Um, cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corbin barely been on TV the last couple of weeks, hasn't he? I know it's been. I nice. mean, he was in the he was in the main events and he looked he looked good in the main event to be fair. Yeah. Um, use him sparingly is the is the qu- uh, key there. So take, uh, then we got take the crown off him, do King of the Ring again, give, give it, it to, to Woods. Woods. Yeah, he wants give that us, crown. Give us what we want. Give the people what they want. Um, <laughs> oh, Biggie was the other one. Oh yeah, that people he said and Apollo as well. So that's why we're getting like a lot of these guys, like guys you don't normally see getting pushed, getting pushed. Um, so yeah, Bailey comes to the ring uh, to pay. She says she's going to pay tribute to the women's champion, former women's champions, uh, 
she brings up a hundred plays, uh, Jacqueline, and like she lists the first two, she lists off their achievements, which is really cool. And then she mm. she kind of like realized she was going to run out of time. So, and also there's Lisa Trish, Ivory, Beth Phoenix, um, Molly Holly, <laughs> and Bianca Belair. And she just basically shits on all of them and like goes on about how like they they didn't hold the title as long as I did though, um, which, which was crazy. hilarious because she was like, "Oh, they didn't hold the title as long as me." My combined reign of three hundred and something, and then she was like. Oh yeah, uh, Alundra Ray's held the t- held the title for like a combined like three years. It's like so she has held it longer than you. So yeah, yeah, but she doesn't match up to me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she she was a uh, just as they just shitting on everyone. Um, and Bianca called uh, Bailey calls Bianca naive, um, and says that all the other women are uh, all all the other women aren't on a level, and that Bianca's insecure and. Um, She'll be Bianca's first and last challenge, which is a really cool line. Mm. Um, ba- this brings Bianca out. Uh, she says she isn't insecure and her confidence bothers Bailey, and she'll be the longest women's champion, but long S because she's the ES. Because she's the yeah. EST. Um, <laughs> Bailey tries to take Bianca down, and Bianca just like swat her off. <laughs> and then, like, this was really nasty. Bailey like tried to rip Bianca's earring out. Yeah. And then, She's like, obviously been sp- watching Orton and, and Jeff Hardy matches. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and then she stood on it. Um, she stood on Bianca's ponytail and used like used that as leverage to then like rose plant Bianca. Um, I I like like how vicious Bailey was, and I like that Bianca's cool with like letting her do shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Bian- Bianca's said in the past, like she's open to like any of that stuff, but it's like like obviously she had the um Match with Shayna, where Shayna like used used the the ponytail and the kira through yeah. the clutch to choke it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool. Like it's cool that obviously she uses it to her advantage to like legitimately cut open Sasha Banks's ribs, but Ooh. also also she's good with like getting used against, against her. her. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm really excited for this Bailey and Bianca match. I was I was already quite excited for it because they've got good chemistry and they didn't really get a proper shot at the feud. No. Um, this will be cool. It will be cool. Yeah, because Bianca's rumble got in the way and win got in the way and then Reginald happened. Um Christ. But yeah, I th- I think I think it's cool they kind of held off to properly pull the trigger on the feud until after Bianca won the belt, because yeah. Bailey's gonna make Bianca look more legitimate by losing to her, and she like mm-hmm. she yeah, yeah. any of the doubt any of the doubters Bailey's gonna Make make everyone basically say, "Oh yeah, Bianca's the real deal." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either that or Bailey's going to beat her, and we'll be like scratching our head, like, "Wait, what?" I have what? <laughs> even even then, I wouldn't be too upset because Bailey's great nah. and she deserves to be on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. So after this, uh, we see Jimmy walking down the hall. Uh, he's approached by Jay, um, and Jimmy says, "Jay's the reason Roman's champion." Um. And they need each other. Roman doesn't need them. And he kind of like says they should go for the tag titles for the family. Oh, so yes. He's kind of like conflicted, isn't he? Mm. He's like, he, he wants to, he wants to like be with the family, but he doesn't want but to he, fall in line. But he, want, he wants to do it on his terms. Yeah. He wants to, he wants to be considered an equal, not like Roman's like kind Lesser. of attack dog, which is what Jay yeah. though is. Yeah. Um, we then get, um, 
Dolph Ziggler versus it was meant to be Rey Mysterio, but he comes out and says they're throwbacks, except for they're all throwbacks except for Dominic, which is true because ten years yeah. ago you would have had Dolph Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio on SmackDown yep. probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he says Dominic doesn't belong there, uh, so Dominic then challenges Dolph. Um, Dolph toys with Dominic, gets slapped and drop kicked by Dominic. I, as a result, he then dumps like Dominic on the apron and takes control. Um, after a while, he slams Dominic and go goes for a suplex, and Dominic reverses it into a small package to win. Wasn't really feeling this match, I'll be honest. No, not at all. Both both these guys are better than this, and I know they got like they only got like five minutes, but mm. come on, come on, try trying trying try to um trying to get me to care about this like tag team title picture on SmackDown, mm. and uh, like I'm. I'm I shouldn't say I'm glad I was not here, but I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I'm not here for this, for what I'm about to say, because he wouldn't let me finish. But I feel <laughs> like the Dirty Dogs have really kind of like lowered the tag division. Mm. As soon as they've yeah, won the belts, okay. they've not defended them at all. No. It's except for crap. like one or two matches. They barely wrestled. And I just don't care about them. Yeah. I've got no reason to care about them or any. At least, like the good thing is, at least if the Mysterios win, then we can go to the Mysterios versus the Usos. I was just about to say because absolute fire matches. Yeah, everyone wants to see. Well, I guess so. Everyone wants that feel good moment of seeing the Mysterios become tag team champions. It would be nice, really, really nice. Say again. Should have done it when the fans were there. Yeah, they should have done. Um, But then, equally. Well, not equally, but everyone wants to see that. And I think also we then get, like you say, the Usos against the Mysterios would be, A, an awesome match. B, storyline-wise, really compelling as well because we then get them embroiled in the whole kind of Roman and that situation. And it gets the <laughs> Usos over kind of like nuclear heat by beating the the father-son tag team. Yeah. Then we get the Usos as champions, and then we can get bangers like the Usos against the Street Profits, which would be fucking awesome, in my opinion. Really, really good. Yeah, um, I was thinking. I was thinking like Usos Street Profits would probably get me a bit more interested in Street Profits again because yeah, I'm I'm still again very bored of Street Profits. Yeah, yeah. Which is upsetting because they're so entertaining, but it's they just are. like it's the way they've been booked. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Speaking of bad booking, we then get Reginald um, saying that Tamina's left the sour, t- left him with a sour taste in his mouth, and he's going to beat Tamina and break her spirit, and then drink spirits to get rid of the sourness. Nah, not crap. No, that, that ain't it. That ain't it, fam. Um, <laughs> and we got a, an ice cream bars advert. Yes. Um, oh. All all I was thinking was CM Punk didn't die for this. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want I want ice cream bars back so bad. Yes. Um, so uh, yeah, we then get a uh, Roman uh, summoning Heyman to summon his cousin, and Heyman's like, "Which one?" He just Roman just looks. I love at him. that. Looks at him like, "Which one do you think, dickhead?" Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ask me silly questions, Paul. <laughs> um, we then get Tamina versus Reginald, which oh. didn't need to happen. Um, yeah, same shit. Reginald doing gymnastics. Tamina catches him and he does gymnastics to get out of it. Um, rinse and repeat. Tamina throws Reggie into the corner. He jumps off the top. 
and uh, dances. And then as to Tamina's about it, super fly sm- splash on him. Um, Shane and I are attacker to get the DQ. Um, and then the champions beat down the challengers. Also in this match, um, it was announced that they're getting a tag team title rematch um, next week on SmackDown. But Maggle was adamant it was <laughs> he said WrestleMania backlash and then the crap had come up and he was before Pat could get at, get at him because Pat was ready he was like <laughs> I mean it's next Friday it's next Friday Vince probably <laughs> um, and then <laughs> and then after the match he said they'll obviously face next Friday not at WrestleMania backlash <laughs> poor Maggle um, gone back to gone back to nervous Maggle from 1999 um, <laughs> Where he used to get abused by the rock. Um, <laughs> yeah, and oh, DX. Geez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we then get um <laughs> we get a, a um an Apollo. Well, it was like Team Apollo this promo. Was brilliant. Wasn't it? This felt wow nineties. This it, felt it like felt one of the old like, Survivor series promos. That's literally what I wrote. <laughs> Apollo Apollo is just like he's he says, I will lead my team with leadership skills. <laughs> Which I, I I honestly didn't see the like I, I didn't take in anything else from the rest of the promo. I don't know if you've got any notes on it because I was laughing so much so at that. So hard. Um he just introduced he's like, Oh, um he's like, We're all like fingers on a hand. He's like, um, on our own we're weak or something, but together we're like a fist and we're strong or something like that. And he's like, oh, like we have King Corbin, and then we have uh, like the the power of Otis and the mind of Gable, uh, and then he's like, and then, and then he points at Sammy, and then he just carries on to the promo and doesn't say anything about Sammy. <laughs> oh, it's so good, so very good. Um, and then um, again, we get Biggie doing the exact same thing, which I was awesome um so good again i haven't got any notes on this because i was too busy laughing at, at all of it <laughs> it was just it was so great um, it was kevin owen's birthday or something because the new the the street profits pick up on it and they say something and they all go quiet and they wait for him to say something and he does and it pops them and they go mad and then yeah. just before ford's about to say like street profits are up, we want the smoke he stops and nakamura comes in and says we want the smoke instead and then they go it was cool. It was nice. Like I said, loads of energy. Like it just yeah, felt like a proper was, old, like it was like a proper, like survivor series, like each team cutting the promo yeah. before the match. It was crazy. Like, on like that, that Hogan macho man, marching powder vibes, energy. <laughs> but if Apollo was there, managed to source some Brown Brown from Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, God. Little Lord of the War reference for you there, folks. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, what a film! And then we uh, we get the uh, <laughs> ten man tag match. Sorry, when, when you said that, I've just remembered them. Um, we quoting that when I was playing Halo with Big Tasty one time, broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, <laughs> we get the ten man tag match. Um, it was very, very like it. It was all right until the end, where it was awesome. Um, yeah. So Street Profits with double with double team and Gable. Uh, Sammy beats down Ford and then the heels isolate him. Um he tags in and then Sammy tags in Corbin. We got like a hoss fight. Um Corbin charges Ian to his corner and like 
the heels all start punching here. So uh, Kevin Owens leads the charge of like the faces um, making the save. Um, he hits a frog splash off the apron onto Sammy on the floor. <laughs> and then um, back from the break, we've got Otis and KO, Otis isolating KO. Uh, Gable pulls Biggie off the apron and the, uh, uh, the Alpha Academy attack as Apollo's like dissecting B, um, Kevin Owens. Uh, Nakamura and Sammy then tag in and then take like pretty much systematically. This was really cool. So they were running at each other in the corner, but at the mm. same time, then taking out different tag team partners. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really cool. Was I really like really enjoyed cool. that. Um, and then uh, Shinsuke, it's like that diving like Kinshasa he does. Mm-hmm. Um, as he as he gets the pin, Corbin um, Corbin like breaks it up. He throws Nakamura out the ring. Uh, then Biggie bellies to bellies. Corbin Apollo Germans Biggie Kevin Owens stunners Apollo. Um, and everyone does like. Everyone starts doing dives. Nakamura hits Sammy with a Kinshasa, but as he's setting it up, Corbin got a blind tag. Didn't and, uh, say I, that. I just saw it, but it was like, wait, did he? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. um, because it almost looked, it almost looked like um, Sammy had knocked Corbin off the apron. Mm-hmm. And then, as Sammy's like getting the cover, Corbin just slides in, pulls Sammy, uh, pulls Nakamura up. Sorry. And hits the end of days as he's pulling them up. It was looked awesome. Just kind of um, really, really good. One of the one of the best end of days I've seen in a while. Mm. Um, and the the heel team wins. Um, it, it's interesting that they had like all those guys in it because it felt like it feels like a lot of the guys are like round the intercontinental title picture. I wonder if um, big multi man match. Well, I was gonna say I wonder if they're like trying to lay the seeds for Emily in the bank. Mm. Um, that's a good shot. I've not thought of that. Because yeah. obviously you've got like Corbin Owens, Apollo, um, Zane, Zane, Biggie, yeah, Nakamura, Nakamura. Like they might, they might do what they used to do, where it was that's like just, just SmackDown on one. SmackDown as well. Yeah, well, I was thinking they might do what they used to do, where they did like one, one Raw, one, one SmackDown one, and then have the women's do the same. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be against having four Money in the Bank ladder matches like. Might be a bit overkill, but I wouldn't be. Would I wouldn't. Be, but you've named an entire pay per view after it, so why wouldn't you have more than yeah two? He did. He did the fucking pay per view called Fatal Four Way, where every match was a fatal. Every match was a fatal four, and that was shit. Yeah. So <laughs> if he can do that, he can do fucking yeah. He can do four ladder matches on a show. Mm. Um, or do it like he did with a uh, last year, where it was like a cinematic match, and yeah. And or then, you have. You have the Raw and SmackDown Money in the Bank matches on at the same time, so it's two briefcases. But it's, yeah, and it's they could one... do a cool. They could do a cool thing where like a Raw guy wins and then he's saved from Raw and goes to SmackDown. Yeah, like a I Raw guy wins the SmackDown one and yeah, 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 yeah. brand. Yeah, Mustafa Ali, please save him, <laughs> free him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that like that last like minute or two of that match was fucking awesome. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. There's so many cool spots, um, mm. and yeah, it was it was good to see all of the guys like looking, like looking good. Like Nakamura yeah, looked man. good, bits. Uh, everyone looked good. Um, there was, everyone was, one, one thing I kept forgetting to mention um, as well. Sam, Sammy kept saying he's got a bruised trachea from a commander. Oh, from the Nigerian nail. Nigerian <laughs> nail in him, and every every now and again, like when he was stood on the apron, you just see Sammy looking down uneasily as commander. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, but it um, it was awesome. Um, we then go to uh, the well, not the main event, but like the kind of closing bit of the show, which was mm. Roman's talking to Jay about family, and he says he loves Jay and he loves Jimmy, but he he needs to know where Jimmy stands, and uh, mm. they had the ring. Um, we then get um, after the break, they're already in the ring. Um, and as Roman's like literally starting his promo to address everyone, Jimmy's music hits and uh, <laughs> Roman's furious already. Um, Jimmy brings up the I quit match and Roman choking him out. Um, oh, which reminded me, they, they, he was like, oh, we'll, we'll see what happened. They showed a replay. It reminded me of just how compelling that feud was and how good it was and how well that it match, played out. Was that so match was good. one of my matches of the year. So year. good, yeah. So so if, good. If it if it hadn't have happened, like I think it was the same week as Volta versus Ilya. Yeah, I think people would have appreciated that a hell of a lot more. Yeah, because yeah. it was such a good match. It um, was. And uh, yeah, then Jimmy Jimmy looks Jay dead in the eye and says, "I wouldn't have said I could." Um, like, <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> um, and Ro- Roman's like, "Is this is this what it's all about? Is it you just holding the grudge? Me and Jay, me and Jay have moved forward." Um, and then he set, tells Jimmy to fall in line and acknowledge him, um, or or like walk away. And he doesn't. And you can go. He, he goes. You can go sit at home. He doesn't even like say you can go do like do your own thing. But you can go home because <laughs> he <had> to <laughs> kind of like illustrate how much power that Roman actually has, um, which is great. Um, Jimmy walks away, and then Jay follows him and just like just acknowledge, just acknowledge Roman. Um, as they're out the ring, Cesaro attacks Roman, um, and Jimmy um, Jimmy tries to stop Jay from like going. And for a minute, Jay's like just stood there looking as mm. Cesaro beating the piss out of Roman. <laughs> um, and then eventually, Jay like gets loose and runs in to save Roman. Gets gets murked by Cesaro as well. And then Jimmy just like reluctantly goes and saves Jay mm. and Roman getting the piss beaten out of by. Cesaro, Cesaro, uh, hits an awesome pop up uppercut on him, on Jimmy. Yeah, on that Jimmy, he got on that was ridiculous. Sold it like as Jimmy came down, it was like he'd fell out of plane. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So he Cesaro uh, uppercutted Jimmy, sold out his body, um, and then he got a new a neutralizer on uh, Jay, and then hit Roman with one as well for good measure. Yeah. Um, it I liked as well because they were clearly like running out of time, like something must have gone over. Hmm. So the franticness of Cesaro, Cesaro just everyone's bam, 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 them and dumping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just deadlifting people. It was great. Um, <laughs> I, this made Cesaro look like a legitimate threat to Rome as well. Yeah, like we we all thought he could be, mm. but and the thing is with like with Roman's feuds, like he literally everybody he's he's like a proper like. Um, like an old school traveling champ who like elevates like the top guy in like that territory. Yeah, yeah. It like champ Champa did it really well when he was NXT champion, where he'd elevate guys that he'd mm-hmm. wrestle, and Roman's exactly the same. Like, yeah. You you go in the in another match with Roman, win, lose, or draw. You're coming out you're, looking better. You're coming out looking like a massive star. Like yeah. Jay Uso was a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember when Jay Uso won the number one contendership and we were like, wait, what? Yeah, the fuck are they doing that? What's and then like a week, <laughs> and then like a week later, when we got the first promo, I was like, 
oh my god all right then yeah Um, (laughs) i'm in (laughs) yeah and and cesaro already feels like a bigger deal just by beating up roman here Mm -hmm. and i i think it's i don't think he's gonna beat roman for the belt no but i think he's gonna definitely have it in his future because of this feud oh for sure yeah yeah yeah. and that's that's what everyone really wants isn't it like at the end of the day it's not the time for Cesaro to win the belt, but the fact that he's getting the opportunity. Recognise that the, he's good enough to be in at least contention for it. The the, the fact that he's probably, like, it, it's like him when Jericho talks about when he, like, got that phantom title win against Triple H on Raw. Yeah. And it, yeah. in his book, he says, Vince, Vince said, don't worry, you'll have it again one day. Mm. It, it, it's like that. I feel like even though Cesaro's probably not going to beat Roman here, mm. Don't worry, he's going to have it one day. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to be very wrong, but I, it, I've <laughs> got to hope. We're going to hope. I've got to hope. <laughs> yeah, because Cesaro's a world champion, is awesome. Like when he when he was PWG champion, it's fucking excellent. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was smack diddly down. I thought it was an absolutely awesome show. Yeah, um, there was a lot of kind of filler with the women's division stuff, which was sad. <laughs> um, Nothing new there. And the tag division stuff as well. But like that 10-man tag was awesome. That was fun. Um, the Cesaro Rollins must open the show was great. And um, all the stuff with like Roman and Jimmy and trying to get Jimmy to fall in line was awesome as well. Mm. And obviously all the kind of like throwback retro stuff was great. So good. So much fun. <laughs> but yeah, what were your highs and lows, Troy? Uh, my low, uh, Tamina and Reginald. Yeah. Why? What was the point? It's nonsense. Same here. It, it was shite. Just continues to be the worst thing on WWE programming at the moment, and that says a lot because there's a lot of shit, especially on Mondays. Um, but I, I can't be asked with anything with this nonsense. My up. Um, it's tough actually because it like all of the little throwback promos, like you say, were really really fun. Uh, it was nice to be reminded of some of those moments, even down to the whole presentation. Even like the little like the lower thirds and stuff like that, and and commentary wearing the jackets and Kayla Braxton as well had like the nineties like curls and over the top like yellow eye makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. Loads of little attention to detail. Even the Fox logo was the old Fox Searchlight logo. Stuff like so that. So the reason behind the whole throwback thing was that Fox like sports are doing just a whole throwback weekend. Yeah, well they kept mentioning like they're doing a NASCAR throwback, aren't they? Yes, yeah, Na- NASCAR was doing like a a throwback weekend so fox yeah. basically said everything that's everything on this fox week is this a throwback. weekend is throwback yeah that was cool it was cool because i when wwe do throwback shows like this it's always fun yeah um that wasn't Not my high though but it was it's yeah. it's an, honor, an honorable mention because it was very very fun um what were you about to say sorry i was gonna say i'm not talking about like legends night at the start of the year that was shit no nah, crap like when when you did like the old school raw about i think it was like I think it was like seven or eight years ago. Yeah, I remember. Was that um, when... When Jake Roberts was saying Roberts at the end yeah. on Ian Ambrose. Yeah. And uh, Mark Henry wrestled the match as sexual, as sexual chocolate. Yes. Um, And just just like doing... All, and they had like, as I say, they had the old Raw set with the big... Oh, the big like, three heads. letters, yeah. Um, Just like when they do stuff like that, like they absolutely hit it off the park. Mm. Yeah, it was cool. This, very, was very no, cool. this was no exception. Also... One thing that I did notice, which I don't, I don't know if you picked up on on the set, was a uh, 
they had they had like um they put like like rails up on the Thunderdome at that oh, like, did they? The entrance side. So it was like a uh, Madison Square Gardens entrance. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You only, it's weirdly cool. you only saw it on like a couple of shots though. Mm. But it looked yeah. it looked great. I was like, yeah. so good. Quality. Uh my up, uh the return of Jimmy. Yeah. And then whatever this storyline progresses into, because everything they I, did with Jay like at late last I year. I wouldn't be mad if we literally got like a copy and paste of I know nah. it was like saying on Raw, like the re- repetition silly, but if we got a if we got a basically copy and paste of like I don't mind the, repetition of something when it's good. Yeah. It's when you repeat it and it was shit in it, the it, first it, instance that does my head in. <laughs> yeah, if they basically do the same thing with like uh, Jimmy that they did with Jay, then it makes Jimmy a main event as well because Jay feels like a much bigger deal than Jimmy at the moment. Yeah. So do you need to get... Because I, I remember reading like last year um, them talking about like Roman's faction and um, it was it was saying like the, the kind of end goal is to make the Usos main events and then have them as tag champions so it makes yeah. the tag titles as a main event thing. Yeah. Which I mean... That's good, but they kind of need to have tag teams to feud with if they're going to do that. Yeah, you split them up left, right, and centre. But then if they're main eventers, they can then just throw two main eventers together and have them feud with the Usos. True. As like Roman's henchmen. Um, Unify the tag belts, and then it won't feel like your division's so thin. But when you've got tag team belts on both shows... and Unify the tag belts, unify the women's belts. Yeah. And then your divisions won't feel so thin on the ground. I don't mind or, having two separate kind of world champions, like two branded men's world champions, because there's enough in the in the division. But the women's there's division enough depth and the tag in both division, ro- in the singles men's roster to be able to have like the two mid card titles and two world titles. Yeah, in the women's, unless they call up like about five six people. I was going to say nine or ten. Yeah, women across like five on each brand. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's not there's not even close to enough depth. No. Um, but then saying that you call up 10 women from NXT and it absolutely guts NXT's women's division if you if you did it now if you did it now they, they've got like women in NXT that they've just got like doing fuck all they were awesome so true but they've not they, been built up to a point where you could say okay they're the pinnacle of the women's division but yeah, if, you t- if you took all the, the top women's wrestlers in NXT and went okay you're going on Raw and Smackdown yeah Anyone else that isn't in that top picture, I don't feel has been built up enough like, yet. Frankie to... Monet could have fucking debuted on Raw. That's true. That's true. Because we all know she's Morrison's wife. Yeah. We all know, like, the, the way they were presenting her, they could present her like that with Morrison. Yeah. Because at the moment, she's not wrestled on NXT. She's just there. Yeah. Just letting her dog shit all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I mean, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, which in the women's division definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think part, as I say, part of the answer is just adding more women. Like, mm. yeah, the, there's they've just released four women's wrestlers from the main roster, mm-hmm. um, and they've they've literally got like no one. Like SmackDown's women's division is like. As far as the title picture goes, they've got like they've got three really good wrestlers in there, mm. but then a lot of the other good wrestlers on SmackDown are 
kind of like muddying their feet, so to speak, with the women's tag titles, which, mm-hmm. oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Um, what were your highs and lows? <laughs> yeah. Um, my low was Tamina and Reginald as well, but mm-hmm. also Dolph first Dominic was just piss poor. <laughs> and my high was the Teddy Long Sami Zayn thing. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. But like that or like Apollo's um <laughs> Apollo's like thing. <laughs> was just amazing. Apollo's team uh, of 80s bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> foreign heel. Um, <laughs> I'm just mad they didn't have the 80s Russians from um, Dolphin Chopper Mania. That would have <laughs> made it. Just Russians and singlets with chains around the necks. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I know what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the Sammy thing was just hilarious. I mm. absolutely crying with laughter with like all this all the throwbacks teddy long was bringing up sammy doing the dance without without like wanting to (laughs) it was just absolutely hilarious um and yeah as as i've said like multiple times now when wwe do shit like this they absolutely hit it off the park yeah it's just fun um that's that's when they're doing the start right not when they're like bringing fucking goldberg back to like squash the champion Mm. (laughs) Or just bringing legends back to sit on a stage and watch fucking a WWE title match and then have Randy Orton break him. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's take this one home, pal. Indeed. <laughs> so uh, where can people find us on social media, please, Troy? Uh, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you'll get... All of our announcements um, on Facebook as to when new episodes go up. Aaron posts a lot of his on this days on there. He's also going to be starting up uh, a retro match of the week um, where he'll be posting that on there. So you can find all of that on Facebook. On YouTube, you can find all of our um, old watch along parties, special episodes, getting to know you episodes, uh, open mic sessions. Um, we're also on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. Um, we also post up all of our updates uh, in regards to new episodes that are up um, and generally retweet, retweet rather and uh, share um, all the goings on in wrestling uh, on there and interact with people <clears throat> excuse me we are also on Twitch um, at Untitled Rest Pod we do all of our gaming stuff on there you can see our um, weekly stuff that we do on a Saturday where we invite people to come and join us we play stuff like Mario Kart uh, Uno, um, Chatbox Party. Feel like tonight's uh, my night on Mario Kart. <laughs> Feel like I'm uh, winning, winning uh, weekend. <laughs> um, and loads of other games. We also do <clears throat> our own individual streams on there. Aaron's been doing his adventuring with Aaron, playing games such as Sonic Adventure, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. I think he's going to be playing uh, South Park, uh, The Fractured But Whole, uh, fairly soon. What a game. Uh, me and Jay are also doing a Resident Evil 5 playthrough. We're going to be doing a group playthrough of Halo, some FIFA and stuff like that. And finally, finally, join us on our Discord server at <coughs> Untitled Rest Pod, where we've got a really, really good growing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers. We talk about food, drink, music, TV, film, comic books, whatever you like. Um, there's a category for it on there. So yeah, join us, help us and to that, continue grow our community. 
and that's where you can get involved in the Saturday night gaming as well because we'll put, we post all like the kind of links to like the Zoom calls and whatever when we do chat box and uh, we've got obviously the chat for the chat functions on Discord as well to use the game. So if you can you see us on there, it's kind of like an open invitation. Come join us. Yeah, do it. What Come about- make Aaron understand. <laughs> what about beards and beers, Jay? So for your beers, um, which I had a lot of last night, um, you can go to <laughs> toprobrewing.com. Uh, there they've got a wide array of wrestling-themed beers. Uh, they've got a new one coming up next week called Ding Dong Hello, which is a Bailey-themed IPA. Uh, I had it last night. It's very nice. Um, it's also uh, owned by our very own Big Tasty. Uh, they've also got a Hall of Pano Chocolat, which literally tastes like lint. It's it's amazing. Nice. I, I had that last night as well. That was. Oh. Uh, they've just put out a pale ale in collaboration with Frank Turner, the musician, called the Gathering, which is a nice, easy drinking pale ale. Um, and they've got like other stuff like Shock the Citra, uh, On This Day, Head of the Table, all banging I- juicy and uh, juicy banger IPAs, um, as well as other such cool beers. Um, and they do mini kegs, cans, also got lots of merchandise, t-shirts, pasts, masks, um, and they've got gift cards as well if you want to get any for your uh, beer-loving family members or friends for their birthdays or Father's Day, which is just around the corner. As for beards, because you might have a bit of beer in your beard, you're going to need to clean that up. Go to thatchface.com. You can get beard oils, beard balms, combs, brushes, wash bags, uh, clothing, and apparel, Um and use the code UWP20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. All of their orders, a small portion of them, of the um, like inc- incoming money from that, shall we say, because I can't think of another word, <laughs> <laughs> goes towards Testicular Cancer UK, a very, very, very noble cause indeed. And uh, yeah, again, Father's Day around the corner. Get your dad some nice beard stuff. If he's got a beard, if he hasn't, tell him to grow one. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that just about does it. As always, I have been Jay, joined by Troy. You have been listening to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, share the share the podcast, like us on and on whatever formats uh, you're listening to it. Leave a review if you're on Apple, because that always helps. Um, and yeah, we will see you next time. Bye. What did Kevin Nash say when he crashed his ATV? Ah, my quad. <laughs> That's how you do a closing joke, Aaron. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.